what's up guys we are back awesome okay so yes it is just me today sincere apologies if that upsets anybody all right so today we are back it is a warm Wednesday here in Lucerne Switzerland um, my partner Evo is not joining us today. It is going to be just myself. Um, the idea is that it would be myself and Evo and hopefully other guests that we will get on the, uh, on the podcast. Um, and that can be trainers, coaches, uh, gym owners, fighters, students. Whoever wants to come on is welcome to contact me directly. And let's have a conversation. I am open to a discussion about anything to do with this whole industry. As I said before, I'm happy to do it. Uh, I, I, I haven't had a lot of time this week to, to bang one out, but the, the idea is that we, we get at least two out every week. Um, I think maybe over the next three to four months, I could do more than that, maybe three, four a week. Who knows? But depending on the feedback and who is interested in listening and whatever topics end up coming in my direction that I can talk about confidently and uh, coherently, I guess, then I'm happy to do it. So welcome back. Number number two podcast. That's, that's uh, number one. I didn't swear the entire podcast. Someone pointed that out to me and I am so proud of that. I am consciously working on my profanity, but fuck it. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> what are you going to do? Uh, so yeah, the feedback from the first podcast, what do we get? We got, uh, you got to talk closer to the mic. So consciously working on that going forward, 100%. This is banging off the mic and it's causing an irritation sound in my ear. So let's get that behind my shoulder. Yeah, so uh, consciously moving more towards the mic so everybody can hear us. That's number one. And number two, apologies for anyone who took offense to my white legs. My, my milk bottles were on display and um, uh, people didn't like that. And people said, don't do that again or we're not listening. And I completely understand that. I don't like to get a lot of sun on my legs because... Uh, I burn very easily. My Irish skin is not accustomed to the sun. Um, I've been here, I've been in Switzerland for almost nine years now. And actually, I've been here for more than nine years, almost 10 years now. And I'm still not accustomed to the sun. So bear with me on that one. But I will wear pants on every other podcast going forward. And again, apologies to anyone who took offense to that. Uh, also, um, we will not be talking politics on this podcast. I'm going to make a conscious effort to keep it middle of the road. We're going to obviously, like I said, fights, uh, gyms, the fight scene, in the, everything to do with the industry itself, uh, preferably fights and just the gym, like training and upcoming UFC fights, upcoming boxing fights, uh, branch out into Bellator, Cage Warriors, Clan Wars in Ireland, um, but not, nothing that would touch on politics because I think everybody is sick of talking about 
politics and COVID and lockdowns and vaccines. So we're going to touch on none of that. And I am fully aware of the irony of me touching on it now, but I'm staying away from it. I don't want to touch it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to hear about it because every time someone opens their mouth, I immediately just go, I can't do this. I cannot do this now. Please stop talking. That's my instant reaction to everybody. I just shut off. I shut down. So we're going to keep that off of this podcast. We're going to do our best to keep it as we said what we would do. Uh, I think it's too early to talk about the Conor McGregor-Dustin Poirier fight. Um, That's in 10 days. I want to wait until the week of and closer to the weigh-ins before we touch on that. Um, but it is a very highly anticipated fight. And I'll give, I'll give a little brief talk on it now. Uh, for those who don't know, Dustin Poirier from Louisiana in, uh, in the US is fighting Conor McGregor from Dublin in Ireland. Um, they fought already twice before. Conor won the first fight by, I think it was knockout or TKO? I think it was knockout. He put him down with a, a straight left, or was it a maybe a hook, double jab in hook, and then a ground and pound, and that was round two. And then Dustin, in the second round of the last fight, was it second round? I don't really remember. It's been so long. Brain trauma, sorry. Um, yeah, Dustin had some amazing calf kicks and beat up Connor's leg for a solid two rounds, I think it was. And then uh, hit him with a beautiful overhand left. And Connor, I think, went to go in for a takedown. Dustin hit him with a right and grounded pounded him out for the, the win on that one. So it's one and one. Um, Connor is off in relation to media. And I, I don't follow him on, uh, on social media. I'm not a Conor McGregor fan. Yes, I'm from Ireland, but I'm not a big fan of Conor McGregor. I'm a fan of his work and what he's done. And the excitement he brings to the game. And, you know, obviously it's something for us to talk about. But not not a fan. And I will be rooting for Dustin Poirier on this one. I think Dustin's going to win. I think Dustin goes on to fight for the title and beat Charles Oliveira. And then is the champion for two or three more fights before he decides to retire. And Connor, I think, loses this fight. And goes on to fight Nate Diaz. And then... I think both will retire with the money that they will make from that trilogy. So I think Connor's last two fights are coming up. The trilogy versus Dustin Poirier and the trilogy versus Nate Diaz. And I just realized that I said I wouldn't talk about it now and I've talked about it. So there you go. Sincere apologies again on that one. Again, guys, I'm not a podcaster. I'm not a journalist. I'm not a philosophical speaker. I'm not a Scientologist. I'm not a lot of things. Uh, I'm just winging this right now. I want to get good at it. And the only way to go good at get the only way to get good at it is practice. Like anything, like boxing, like sparring. You got to get in there. You got to do pads. You got to put your mouthpiece in. You got to hit the bag. Then you got to get a training partner. You got to punch the face off him for three rounds. Talk about it. High five and do it again. So this is no different. This is just me trying to be a podcaster. This is me trying to be a YouTuber so that in five years I can call out Floyd Mayweather and make $100 million. I realize that is not good for the podcast. And again, learning. Learning all the time. 
Um, yeah, so that's where we're at right now. Uh, as I said at the beginning, I want, I don't necessarily want to do this by myself. I want to have a guest. I don't want to talk to myself on the screen. I want to have a conversation like I did with uh, my partner, Evo. It was the first time I'd sat down and talked to someone about fights in a long time. You know, you, when you're training and you have a brief, go, like on the on the cuff conversation about fights with um, with whoever you're training with or, or people who you know are fight fans, it's cool. You have a quick conversation and you move on. But to sit down and purposefully talk about fights is something that I've missed so much in the last two years since we've been told not to train and not to be around people and it's it's very very it's a very frustrating part of 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 life for me because i don't as i said in the last one i don't want to be on zoom on my own in my bedroom talking to someone about fights or or learning boxing you don't want to be a coach from a computer screen no 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 the other yeah the other way it's like what are you doing? You know, it's just not ideal. It's not practical. It's not fun. Some gyms are making great use out of that right now. And, and that's absolutely fine. But it's not the priority. It's not what I want to do. I don't want to make money that way. I don't want to be on Zoom giving classes. I want to be in the gym. I want to be around people. I want to talk about fights when we're getting a drink between rounds. There's nothing better than that. When you're around people, you just punch the face off each other for three rounds, sit down, get a glass of water. Hey, did you see the fight at the weekend? No, what happened? Oh, I'll tell you everything that happened because I watched it five times. That's the goal. That's what I want to be doing. Very, very frustrating time right now. But we will motor forward. We will we will prevail on this one. Um more feedback from the from the first podcast that we did is the backdrop people were saying you need a backdrop you you just can't be a couch and a wall i'm fully aware of that guys i appreciate your feedback and i appreciate your concerns about how to make this um a a podcast to be reckoned with Uh, the idea is that it's not done from my apartment i'm at the bar in my kitchen right now and you know, I'm, I'm comfortable being here, but for what I want, I don't want to be with my partner on a couch, you know. It's not an ideal scenario for a married man, you know. No, the idea for the podcast is that we are going to be in the gym and preferably in the ring. So it's going to be couch and couch, table, surrounded by the ring and just... Whoever wants to join, join. Um, hopefully my students will... I want my students on this podcast as well. I want them talking about the pluses and negatives of what they've been going through. What it's like having me as a coach. Constructive feedback, always welcome. Negativity can take the bus. But yeah, the, the idea is that we... It's an open platform for anyone who wants to get on and, and just discuss and talk. Um, or if you just want to rant, if you if you want to rant and it's not politically driven or if it's not related specifically to the medical side of what we're going on about right now, like the fact that we're prevented from opening business, prevented from training, prevented from everything. 
and then you know what you what what people have been going through with just that hey what are we allowed to do this morning has anything changed like that that's something that i would like to touch on because um when we started doing classes outside i asked a question and i had to run it through my head after i'd asked it i'm like did i just ask that hey what are we allowed to do here are we allowed to do pads are we allowed to spar can i touch you like that's such a strange conversation to have at one point we had to wear masks outside when we were sparring try sparring with a mask yeah, I get it. People have to go on treadmills with a mask and, you know, you make it work if you want to go on the treadmill. But eat a jab to the front of the mouth or the nose. See where the mask lands and then try and counter back without getting your head knocked off. Now, the mask goes up over your eyes. Of course it does. It's insane what we've been asked to do. But again, trying not to touch on that topic too much. But we want to we want to get out of this whole situation and the only way to do that is to talk about it and figure out the plan moving forward <clears throat> cough off the mic as well that's a, another good idea <clears throat> that's a bit better i can also drop the because uh, i'm producing and uh, and editing the podcast i can also alter the audio so if that comes in on the podcast and you guys hear it and you're upset about it you can blame me i apologize but um yeah, I think that might be it for today. Um, I was going to touch on, you know, things related to how I began, what what I did. To, uh, uh, I will, I'll touch on it. I'll do it real quick. Um, how I began in this whole industry. I was a musician. I was not a fight enthusiast. I was not... Um, I, I did like two karate classes when I was like six or something like that, but I would never any interest. I was very sporty up and through my teens, basketball and um, the Irish football and uh, hurling. But music was my whole life until I was like 25, 26. Now, before that, I was a UFC fan. I'd seen UFC quite a few times on, uh, on Bravo. Bravo was a, a channel that we got in Ireland. It was um, it was pretty cool. You'd like uh, Jerry Springer during the day. You had um, fights in the evening. After eleven o'clock, you had like some movies where you could see boobs. It was fantastic. That was what we used to love. Um, but UFC was on Bravo, and I remember seeing quite a few fights. And I was wondering what it was because I'd never seen anything like that before, and I I thought it was like similar to WWF, and you see the shots landing in slow motion i'm like what is this cage fighting this is like um, unbelievable uh, so i was a fan I, i'd seen quite a few fights and then i became a, a huge fan um my brother introduced me to um the the rival of that then was strike force strike force was um they had better fighters they had just had less marketing they had less um publicity but i was a huge strike force fan now, that's where uh, Nick Diaz was, Nate's brother. So I remember just like UFC having a couple of bad runs and then being told, you got to tune into Force." So I tuned into Force, and I, then I was a hooked MMA fan. Um, and then from there, I went to uh, UFC 93 after being like uh, 
you know, not knowing many fighters, educating myself on who was the creme de la creme in the UFC at that time. Um, but yeah, Rich Franklin fought Dan Henderson and Dan won that fight and went on to be the ultimate fighter coach against Michael Bisping that time. And I, I went, uh, Mark Coleman as well, the co-main event was Mark Coleman versus Shogun Hua. And at the time, Dana White was doing a, a blog, like a fight week blog, vlog, I think he called it. <clears throat> and Monday he released, or Tuesday of that week, he released a, a, a blog, a vlog on YouTube and you could see where he was in Dublin. And there's one MMA store in Dublin. And I, I could see him going in there in the, in the blog. And I was going with my girlfriend at the time, now wife. And I said, look, I'm going to head up to Dublin earlier for the, because we were going up the day of the fight. I wanted to go up for the weigh-ins. And I ended up going to the weigh-ins. And I didn't get into the, um, the Q&A before. Although I did, um, got, I got an email from one of the, the I don't know, VPs or, or public relations people. Um, I just tried to like blag my way into the backstage. Didn't work via email. Uh, they said, you're going to have to go here and fill out this and pay this uh, if, if the tickets aren't already sold out or whatever happened anyway. But what I did was I walked from O'Connell Street to the O2. And on the way, I could see a few fighters in the Clarion Hotel. And I brought, I worked for a company that subcontracted for Sky TV. And Sky TV weren't anything to do with the UFC at the time. It was with ESPN, I believe. And I brought my Sky laminate and I flashed the laminate with my name and the company I worked for. I flashed it at the door of the Clarion and got into the press pass zone. And I guess the security just saw Sky TV and said, go ahead. And then I look around and I see Dan Henderson and I see Rich Franklin and I see Mark Coleman and I see Shogun Hua and I see Mike Goldberg and Joe Rogan and all the other fighters, I had a great conversation with Stitch and Chris Lytle. Chris was fighting um, Marcus Davis that night and I had a camera. I didn't use my phone. I actually had a physical camera at the time and he's looking at my camera because he's a photographer as well. And he's like, ah, oh, cool camera, man. We we're talking away. I don't know anything about cameras, but he, uh, yeah, he, he was talking to me about, he had the same camera a few years back or something like that. And Stitch was having a look at the camera and they were like, cool camera, man, give me a look. So I got pictures with everybody. That was awesome. That was so cool. I remember I called my girlfriend at the time and I was like, you're not going to believe what just happened. I was such a fanboy. It was not even funny. But yeah, moving on from that, I went to UFC 93. The fights were amazing. After that, I went to uh, UFC 120 in London. And that was around the time that I was really heavily involved in MMA. I was training six days a week, nonstop, like cutting weight, fighting twice a month, sometimes once every two months. 
Um, but I started in jiu-jitsu and I joined another gym that the jiu-jitsu coach was coaching in two gyms and that was the boxing clinic. The boxing clinic slash MMA clinic were giving Muay Thai classes, boxing classes, uh, jiu-jitsu, they had strength and uh, conditioning, MMA, they had um, obviously boxing, I say I might have said boxing, but they also had fighters class. So all of the fighters got an invitation to do an extra that did cost extra in your in your subscription. And I started sparring. I started really taking this really seriously. And I really, really enjoyed it. I had so much fun getting in there and getting, getting fit mentally and physically. I think I was fit mentally. I was not fit physically. I was super, super skinny. And I remember just you know i almost took steroids i'll tell that on another podcast i will admit to almost taking steroids i purchased them and they stayed under my bed for a year and a half before i got rid of them but i'm not telling that story on this podcast i almost took steroids and that's going to be the story for the next show that was a funny one. I'll tell that story next time. <clears throat> but I ended up getting like physically fit. And I ended up doing really well with jujitsu. I never got my blue belt, but no gi jujitsu. I, I was really, really holding my own against the guys. I mean, the guys were killing me sometimes. Um, but there was a handful of us fighters in the fighter class that I would do really well with against boxing and they would kick my ass on the ground. Um, I wasn't really that much of a kickboxer, but I would use the inside left kick to set up a, like a left uppercut overhand right as a nice little combination that I, I did pick up. Um, but my my whole thing was like... I would pull guard. In other words, I would I would pull guard in a jiu-jitsu fight and I would do that in MMA and my coaches were like, stop pulling guard. Do not pull guard. If you want to go to the ground, you take the guy down. And I remember I tried to take my brother down and he'd need me straight in the nose in Fitzgerald's Park with loads of people watching. That was a fun one. Blood everywhere. Yeah. But... I stuck with it. I became quite good. And my path, I took a different path around 2012. I had quite a few fights between 2010 and 2012. And then I left Ireland. I left my team to live in Switzerland. And that's where I am right now. But that that's basically my path. I started in jiu-jitsu. I got to know how boxing worked. I started combining everything in MMA. I had boxing fights I had jiu-jitsu fights I had MMA fights um, I, I would never say that I'm one of of any one of them in relation to what type of fighter I am but I really really enjoy just boxing now I don't have a lot of time to work on my kicks I don't have a lot of time to work on my ground game um, I haven't done it in quite a while but I do like throwing my hands around and there is nothing like getting hit 
Any guy will tell you that who likes boxing. Getting hit, if, and I say this to my guys all the time in the gym. If you leave the gym and you've hit everybody and no one has hit you, I think that's a bad night training. You got to make sure that you work on your defense just as much as your offense. And I think that's what a lot of people are missing nowadays who, who not for fight training, but for just, you know, your own training and your own self-preservation and your own ego. It's not good to be the fight monster in the gym because fight monsters in the gym are pussies in real life. Walk in with your chest out, just going, yeah, I hit him, I hit him, I hit him, and no one could touch me. Yeah, that's feeding the ego right there. You don't want that. But um, I think I'm going to wrap up from here. I, I realize that I've not necessarily stuck to a list of things. Um, this is unedited. This is uncensored. I will say the word fuck on occasion. Parental guidance is is the key on this one. You need to make a decision whether or not you want to listen to me <laughs> and listen to me use profanity. I'm going to try not to. And if people are really upset with it, I will put in a sensory bleep, but I, I want this to be organic. I don't want to, I don't want to come on here with a, a list of things to talk about. I want to just go off the cuff. And if I forget things, I forget things. But I do need to write down my steroid story on how I almost took steroids. That will be on next week's show. <laughs> next week's show. <laughs> Again, guys, I'm, I'm aware of the irony on this one. I'm not a, I don't have a big following. I don't have a big voice. I don't have a big presence. I'm not a podcaster. I'm not a YouTuber. I'm just a guy saying words into a microphone. So bear with me on this one. Um, thank you guys for listening. It's been almost 20, was it 20, 25 minutes now? I'll try and uh, I'll try and be more coherent and structured on my next show, on my next broadcast, we'll say. But uh, thank you guys very much for listening again, and um, I appreciate that. Now, before I go, I have to ask. You hear a lot of annoying things on podcasts or on YouTube channels or on YouTubers, or what they say and what they do. Uh, I need to get this out in my own way. Please hit the subscribe button, and I'll tell you why. <clears throat> Cough off the mic. You're welcome. Hit the subscribe button, because the more subscribers I have, the more leverage I then have to take to some company and get this show sponsored. If I get this show sponsored, I already have a job. I'm not looking to make money off of this podcast. But if I get this show sponsored, two things are going to happen. We're going to have additional funds for the gym and for the podcast. And that means I'll probably be able to contact big gyms in US and get, you know, fighters who charge for interviews. That's a thing that not many people know about or talk about nowadays. But some fighters' egos are so big that they don't want to give you 30 minutes of their time. And I'll, I'd like to play that game. 
I'll play that game. You want to talk to me and you want 500 bucks? I'll give you the 500 bucks. But I got, I got you for 30 minutes. I'll play that game. Uh, so we need to get the podcast page, the YouTube channel subscribers up. I've had over 110 views in my first show and 19 subscribers. I need more subscribers. I need to get this monetized. Now, the second thing that this does is if you watch Barstool Sports and you know who El Presidente is, that's Dave Portnoy. He's the guy in the United States that I absolutely fucking worship right now because he's doing so much for so many. He's doing more than any politician ever has. He's helping small businesses. Now, what I want to do is I want to get this channel subscribers, this channel subscribed, subscribe button subscribed up. I want to get those numbers up. I want to then go to a local business, the local business here in Lucerne, Switzerland. I will get them to sponsor the show. They will give us cash. I will then push the local people in, in Lucerne, Switzerland to those local businesses. Generating money for them too. We are going to try and help each other build back this economy one step at a time. That's the goal. That's what I want to do. Call it indirect charity work or, or donations or whatever the case may be. But we are going to get this show sponsored. We are going to make money on this show. This money will be used for the show. And this money will be used for local businesses to build them back up. Everyone has been crippled in the last two years. And we need to help each other. That's the message I want to send here. So please hit the subscribe button. Hit the notifications button. Hit the like thumbs up button. Put a comment. Make sure it's positive. Hit me with a comment. Hit me with some feedback. Hey, Dave, your hairline, what's going on? Hey, Dave, you've got white legs. Why are you showing us your white legs? Hey, Dave, come up on the mic. All of that stuff, right? What, what you want us to talk about next week. What you want to talk about. What fight? What was your favorite fight? Ask me what my favorite fight was. Ask it. That's the goal. That's the goal here. That's what I want to do. I want to build this to, to where we can help others. I want to get, let's say, for example, a restaurant down the street sponsors us because we've got a big following. I'm going to, I'm going to push the local people in this town towards that restaurant and give them a 20% discount. Businesses are making money. We'll make money. We'll reinvest that money. I'm not here looking to make bank on this podcast, but I need your help. Why did I point that way? I need your help. Apologies for the rambling, guys. It's been an absolute pleasure to burn your ears for the last 30 minutes. Thank you very much for listening. I will do my best to keep it structured going forward. Tune in either late this week or early next week to hear about how I almost took steroids. Thank you very much. <laughs>